do you just want to like give yourself a quick intro um you can just like say we're going to school I guess what you're studying and like when you graduated okay um hi guys I'm Emil Mystery I am uh currently a freshman at Yale University studying molecular cellular developmental biology on the pre-med track and I graduated from Irvington in 2021 nice um, yeah, so like, what was your overall experience like at Irvington? Um, how do you look back on it? Um, so Irvington definitely had its ups and downs. Um, I would say it actually prepared me really well for college. And I think um, any Bay Area school really prepares you well for a college outside of California um, because of its rigor. Um, I would say that Irvington had... Um, really good like at least my class was pretty bonded and I like I find like um, I'm still very close with a lot of people from Irvington and um, I find the that like the academics bringing us closer together that Irvington brought really um, helped me figure out you know like what type of friends I wanted to have in college and um, really made me understand and value um how much effort like a lot of the teachers put into Irvington. Um, not all of them, but like <laughs> quite a few. Also, I would say that um, my experience at Irvington was like, I would, or like what um, I would recommend for other students who are at Irvington currently is that your friend group really um, defines like your success. Like if you surround yourself with people who help you grow, you're going to really be pushed um, to your limits and really challenge yourself with um, your studies, um, your extracurriculars, everything that you want to do. But if you surround yourself, like if you're totally focused on just getting popular or like knowing X amount of people or it really, um, your focus really deviates and it's a, this applies to college as well. Like your environment really dictates who you are and be choosy with your friends and who you keep close. Um, know lots of people, network, but make sure that um, you have a solid friend group who will help you grow. And that really was something that um, changed the trajectory of my success. And I would attribute a lot of like uh, me getting into college or like my success to um, the amount of growth that my friends pushed me to have. Um, in addition, I would say, um, since I was part of a lot of student activities at Irvington, like ASG, I was part of yearbook, um, club, uh, varsity volleyball. So do involve yourself in a lot of activities because you'll find like lots of, um, a good family there. And when you're like stressed with academics and stuff like that, you have other things that you're passionate about that you can focus on. So really, um, choosing your clubs based on your passions rather than, um, just putting it onto a college app. Um, would really like it'll provide you with um, wanting to go into depth rather than breadth and you'll put a lot more effort into what you like versus um, something you're not as passionate about don't create like random clubs just because it'll sound good on your college apps because they can tell if you don't have any substance to anything if you're not going to be able to write a great essay about it then why would you even want to do it in the first place? Do something where you're going to go into depth in and something you're really, really passionate about. Like choose three or four things, two or three things and just go really into depth. And you'll find that your high school life will be a lot more fulfilling. You'll be enjoying what you're doing. And at the same time, you'll be creating a great resume. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, going off of that, like how do you think that students should avoid, um, I guess, going into like breath and like focusing on like depth because um, there are a lot of like there's kind of like a growing culture of like um, I'm going to start this club and I'm going to start like you know 10 different things and um, not everything is often sustainable um, in the long in the long run because like people are focused on breadth rather than depth so how do you think students should like um, focus on depth so the thing is that it's like it's very clear think about you writing a college application essay and you did 10 different things that maybe will help you towards you. Maybe you started like five different med school clubs, like to get into like 
um, from, you wanted to get into, for example, like a really good university and you did like um, medicine related clubs because that's what you're interested in. But when you're writing your essay, what you write about is not what your club is about, but really what you did in the club. If what you did isn't that impressive, it didn't make an impact, then it's not really good to show your character as much because if you did, and also keep in mind that like in when you're um, applying to college, like you have an um, extracurricular section and you only have, like for UCs, you have 20 activities and for Common App, you only have 10 activities that you write down. So if you follow breath, you're not even going to be able to put half the things on there. You rather um, focus on like three or four things that you really, really like. Like for me in college, I mean, in high school, it was volleyball, chess, um, my research outside of high school and um, ASG. Like those were the four things that I focused on. And I went like very much into that. So if like for... Um, chess I was like president of chess club but I also like when I was younger like I used to play in like national competitions and stuff so like that that plays a role and then like um for volleyball I've been playing volleyball since I was in like fifth grade and I like play varsity volleyball and then I like did a club volleyball and then I went to junior olympics for volleyball like you see the depth that you go into for each thing that you're doing it really shows that um your passion and that you like really um, drive in deep to what you really like and you're able to achieve success with what you like like if you just play volleyball that makes sense but what did you do with that what did what did you what what did you learn and if you're going into breadth you're not going to get much out of it you're gonna what colleges look for is really an interesting person who thinks deeply about things but is also able to like follow their passion because when, for example, like when you're doing your job, like 10 years from now, they're not going to care about the 10 million things that you did or really how good you are at that one specific job. Like if you're a doctor, you better be really good at being a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you started these 10 million different clubs. It's all about how good you are at something. So um, depth is super important in any aspect of your life. And please, please, please don't do something just for the sake of it and actually like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think like something that might play into that is like competition and um, noticing like peers who do so many different things sometimes pushes someone to also like do 10 different things. So like, do you have any advice on how to um, kind of like stay away from that and just like focus on yourself more? So this is something that you guys have to realize is that a lot of people say a lot of things like I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, but it's really, really surface level. So like if you meet someone who's just saying like, oh, I started this organization, I did this stuff, I did this stuff, I did this stuff. Like think about if they did 10 different things, think about how realistic it is that they're able to manage all of that. Yeah. Um, and think about how surface level each of them might be. And based, like, obviously there's competition and like this people doing a lot of things, but you have to realize like people can talk, but it doesn't necessarily mean that their efforts are being pushed into the right direction. And it doesn't mean that they're actually like, it's really easy to fluff up a resume. It's really easy to fluff up what you're doing. Like you could be just be recycling like, water bottles but you could be saying that oh i'm yeah. solving this like pollution issue like people can really fluff up what they're saying and that'll obviously make you feel like you know like i'm not doing anything but you have to realize that um talk versus action in anything that you do actions make more of an impact and are worth much more than how good you sound talking about something yeah and for sure remember that like you'll know if you actually are passionate about something, you'll know if um, you're going into depth into something and you'll know if you're like trying hard um, when you're doing surface level things, you do all this stuff, but you find yourself like doing a lot of busy work, which doesn't really have any application. Like what are you going to get out of just starting these 10 million clubs? Like it's just, 
um, it's, it's like a clout chasing for your resume. Don't do that. Literally, yeah. put in the effort towards things that you like and keep pursuing them. Yeah. Um, and then you also like talked about some of your extracurriculars. Um, so could you like describe those more in detail and how like you kind of grew your involvement in like a couple of your main extracurriculars? Mm -hmm. So a lot of the things that like I continued in high school, like I had been doing for a long time. Like, so I've been playing, I'll just do, um, start with each of the four. So the first one I'll do is chess because they're really sick. I've been playing chess since I was in first grade. So um, I was like part of Y-Bell Elementary's like chess team. And like, um, I used to like travel like nationally with like other girls. And it was like girls nationals and all of that. And um, I carried a lot of like my chess things throughout high school because it was a chess club at high school. And um, just going from like competitive play to teaching and then to casual play, it really like, even though I didn't spend as much time on it in high school as like I would have done earlier, it really built like a good story for me because like my journey through chess was very long and I learned a lot of things through playing chess and I was able to write really good essays on it because um, a lot of my personality has developed from chess and um, I attribute a lot of like my attention to detail and like ability to strategically plan to chess and um really just continuing what I did instead of, you know, hopping onto the next thing, even though I might not be as passionate about it, that helped for me. And I like, I like playing chess. I like playing casual chess and stuff like that. I just didn't competitively play. And I like teaching as well. And that was like, um, what I did. And then, um, my next thing was like, I played volleyball since I was in fifth grade and, um, continuing that as well. Volleyball is like, for me, it's, um, my stress reliever and like my anger reliever so, like, when it's not about something I can just hit a volleyball and I'll be okay so it's just um finding success in something that um you really like to do for me it's like volleyball is like I'm a pretty like not negatively competitive but like I like to compete against myself like and volleyball was like the right avenue for me to like train really hard and like see how much better I could get. And like, I had my fair share of injuries. I like tore both of my wrists. And oh, wow. Like, yeah. But really um, pouring a lot of my energy into volleyball outside of school, like even though it doesn't apply anything to college apps, like in the end I played at the junior Olympics with like my club team. So it still like shows dedication and effort to a sport. And um, like in varsity, volleyball like there's so much um like teamwork that you learn there's a lot of communication that you learn there's like um I even wrote an essay about the tie between chess and volleyball and like how I apply the things I learned between each of them so you don't have to like the things that you do don't necessarily have to be like related to your major but the things that you learn from them all will always apply to who you are as a person and um choose things that help you grow I think that that's my main advice. What will help you grow as a person mentally, physically, um, in any aspect. And that's what you should be pursuing. Um, for research, I did like, because I really like biology. Like, I'm obsessed with biology and um, molecular biology and research. So I did a, like, a ton of research um, because I networked a lot. So um, I did research at Stanford in like an ophthalmology lab. And then from there, like, I networked with um, the, the mentors who were there and they, like, um, referred me to someone else. And then I got another internship after that, um, working with, like, uh, myalgic encephalitis um, with Dr. Mack at, like, a genome lab at Stanford as well. And then from there, I was able to, like, I applied to, like, a bunch of internships and I got to work at NASA um, so I did like a space biology internship at NASA and then I networked there again. And then I actually got a job at NASA. Like, I wow. So networking is key. If you're passionate about something enough and you like bother people enough, they'll give you the position or like, they'll at least like let you like shadow or mentor. Like the one thing that I learned 
in research is that everyone wants to mentor like a young high school student who's like really passionate about something because it's the next generation like you it's their duty to train the next generation so if you're passionate about something and you like annoy them like to the like for the NASA person I sent them like an email and he's like okay come back to me in October you know like most students would just forget so I emailed him in October. He didn't respond. So like emailed him like three or four times again. <laughs> and then he finally figured out a way to get me in. So um, don't worry about what they'll think of you. Because the worst thing they can say is no. Yeah. And no one's going to be like, oh, my God, that girl was like, I'm going to be so like, maybe they might say that, but you're never going to see them again if it doesn't work out. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like and you just want that position and you want to like learn so just really annoy people as much as you can and to get what you want and you'll be fine um don't give up and do those cold emails um learn how to write to people learn how to do research on people so that you can um, network with them the best um be genuine that's one thing that's really important is to be really genuine because if you're like trying to like show how great you are, no one's going to take you because they're like, if you're that great, why would I, why do you need this opportunity? So you have to be humble and you have to um, really show that you're open to learning and you really want to learn and become a better researcher or whatever you want to do. And people will give you the opportunity. Um, last thing I did was like ASG and your book, your book I did for the first three years um it was a great um opportunity like I love Mr. Stillwell and um I really like writing so I wrote like copy and like um this was continuing from middle school where I was in publications um but then in senior year um I had to debate whether to continue like my four years of yearbook or like do ASG because in junior year I was doing both yearbook and ASG and it was taking way too much time. So I chose ASG because I really like, um, can't like work, like tangible working things. Like, um, I like planning events. I like, um, marketing events. Like I was PR director in like senior year. So really like leadership was pretty big for me. And I've been doing like a ton of leadership and just, um, Planning things, taking charge, like not being afraid to take charge is something every student should learn is um, literally anyone can be a leader. You just have to have enough confidence to do so and know what the heck you're doing. <laughs> You'll be fine. So take leadership positions in high school, not for the sake of leadership, but actually because you're passionate and you want to do something and you want to make a difference. Not just because you want to have that leadership position on your whatever your note your resume and on top of that like a major theme that I had throughout high school was also like tutoring and mentoring and teaching I did a lot of tutoring I um I like I just like to teach people things so um that was like a common theme in my college application too was like teaching as well because it's one thing to have a position it's one thing to do all this stuff like leadership and it's one thing to have accomplishments but if you're not teaching it to other people and helping other people grow, then what is the point? Like, it's just selfish if you're just doing it for yourself. So you should be helping other people grow with what you've learned and sort of like giving them the opportunities that you were given as well and teaching them how to get those opportunities. Because in the end, we want to make the world a better place. And why would you just keep your opportunities to yourself um, if you don't want to like, if you don't want to make other people grow the same way that you were able to. So teaching and mentoring is something that's really good to do. And it's also pretty like self-satisfying because you see the improvements that other people make and you're like, wow, I did something great today. So yeah, yeah. those are like the main things I did in high school. Yeah. That's really cool. How like you have so many different activities, but they kind of like connect together. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then, so like for people though, who might not be sure about like what they are interested in and um, like are unsure about their passions, how should they start and like, or how should they become involved in extracurriculars? Um, like how should they start that? And what do they like, how do they pick which extracurricular they want to be involved mm -hmm. in? 
So it's really just like experimenting different things in the beginning. Like for sports, uh, this is just an example which can be extrapolated to a lot of different things. Like for sports, I tried a bunch of sports when I was younger. Like I tried soccer, baseball, swimming. Like I tried like probably, I even did like ballet at one point. <laughs> I tried a lot of things. And from there, I really stuck on to one thing, which was volleyball. And um, you you know when you realize you really like something. It's like, you'll be more excited to do it. You'll actually like start thinking about future possibilities. You'll start um, putting a lot of your energy into it compared to the other things. And you'll realize when you like something. And it doesn't have to be like something like biology. Like if you like basket weaving, and that's something you really like to do, start a business with it. Start making monetary gains or maybe start teaching other people. Like transform your hobbies. The first thing you can do is transform your hobbies into something substantial, something that applies to other people. And that's a great way to um, find your passion. And from there, you can probably figure out like, what about basket weaving do I like? Is it that... Um, I like the intricacies of like straw interweaving with each other because it gives me like calmness. Is it like, I like um, figuring out different patterns. Um, from there, you can probably figure out like, oh, I like patterns. I like to create patterns. Oh, maybe I should try coding. Like this is a, this is yeah. a very <laughs> exaggerated version, but try really reflecting on why you like something and attributing it, attributing it to a personality characteristic you have, and then finding something that is like that, but different, that kind of satiates that personality characteristic you have. So that would really help you to determine what you like. And just experiment, try different things. And um, once you figure out something you like, go deep into it and don't stop. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then also, like you mentioned how um, you had to make a choice between like yearbook and ASG. Um, and so like what like helps you make the choice or if someone is like deciding between continuing something um, that they've done for a while versus like starting something new that they're more excited about, how do they like weigh the pros and cons of that? How do they make that decision? So for me, like I did yearbook for a while, but I was thinking like, um, I didn't really make any huge contribution because I was just like a copywriter and I was just writing stuff. And it was like, while I was in it for super long, I wasn't contributing to it a lot and I wasn't like getting too much out of it. Um, so time doesn't really make a difference. Like you can be in something for a long time, but if you're not doing anything in it, if you're not like climbing higher and higher, going more into depth, it doesn't make sense for you to continue it. Whereas in ASG, I was like, um, the first year, like I was just a regular student body part of ASG. But I took a lot of like leadership positions in there because I was evidently more passionate in it. And because of that, I got the position of PR director. So evidently, like I climbed a little bit, whereas in yearbook, I was just pretty stagnant the entire time. So it didn't make sense for me to continue yearbook if I was going to stay stagnant. Um and I chose ASG because, like, it just made more sense if I was going to um, be able to climb in it and really make a difference. Yeah, um, I think that really definitely makes a lot of sense about, like, um, evaluating your contribution towards something rather than just, like, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I guess moving on to, like, classes and stuff and teachers um, that you interacted with Irvington, what were, like, some of your favorite classes and uh, who were some teachers that, like, shaped you? Mm -hmm. um, some of my favorite classes, I would say, I think my most favorite class was probably AP Literature with Halford. <laughs> I think you guys are probably like, oh, my God, this woman. See, I had her in the pandemic, so she wasn't as bad as she was in person. Like I like I heard she was super hard in person this year. I have her this year. Oh my god. I yeah. Feel so bad. yeah, but I, I really learned a lot from her and the books that we got to analyze really applied to real life for me. And I really started thinking about a lot of philosophical ideas and you know what I wanted in life. And 
um, the plight of human suffering and is just so much that we talked about that really um, these types of conversations were something that I craved for my entire high school and wasn't able to get. And I really like she opened my mind and it actually helped me in college apps because I started self-reflecting a lot and real, realizing like, you know, my microcosm to the microcosm and all of that. It was it was really interesting. So I would say Miss Halford's class was something that completely like changed my mind. And I would recommend anyone to take it, even though it's hard as like it's hard as balls. It's just like I'm not allowed to say that here. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It's really hard. Um, it's just like you guys should take your class, her class, if you like literature or like decently good at it, because it benefits you a lot more in the long run versus probably getting a B. Um, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are fine. Um, another, like, um, one teacher that I got really close with was Ms. Kohler. Um, she also wrote my recommendation letter. Like, um, I actually got closer because some dude was, like, stalking me at, like, and he wrote, like, he was, like, a SoundCloud rapper and he was, like, writing <laughs> diss tracks on me. And I was, like, so traumatized that I was, I think, like, Kohler reached out to me. She's like, hey, we can talk anytime, like, if you're free. And then we started talking. And then we talked for, like, six hours one day. It wasn't even about that. It was, like, about every single possible world thing. And I just got really close to her. And um, with ASG, I also did, like, a sexual harassment and like microaggressions event and she was really involved in that with me as well and she supported me throughout um and she was my AP chem teacher um oh. so she was like really like a really good supporting structure and like we got along really well and um our personalities are kind of similar so we always like joked about that as well but um yeah I think she's like a really genuine person and um I really like her and I like still sometimes text her and she really helped me um throughout high school. Another person that um helped me was Mr. Stillwell. Um whenever I would like go through hard times, like he would always be like listening to me in high school. And he's like uh he's like a like the friend to our students because he's like pretty um open minded and he would just listen and give a lot of advice to me. And I think that really benefited me a lot um, because like, while I was like, academics was really important for me. Like I obviously had my fair share of like drama, you know, boyfriend issues, you know, whatnot. So having that supporting structure um, really helped and just being able to get advice and like, I like cried in front of him like 10 times, but yeah. Um, Another class that really was great. Mm, now I would say halfway class was the best. Yeah. Anything. Another teacher that really, um, I think Miss O'Connor was like a really. Oh, sorry, Mr. Leonard. Um, I had him freshman year, and I got really close to him. Um, he's just like like the epitome of science person like um whenever I like talk to him like I learned a lot about like the research that he did like that he did before he came to teach and like his journey before that and we got along really well and he wrote like a few recommendations letters letters for me for internships and he really pushed me um to think like a researcher and I really liked the way his tests were structured as well when I was in ninth grade because it was like pretty open-minded questions like open-ended questions and um it was a really like not as structured class but I liked it because I was able to um apply my creativity to biology which is something that like high school classes don't necessarily do um so yeah I think those were like the main people who shaped my high school journey yeah really get get close to your teachers because um you'll find out they're actually like pretty cool people their tests might be hard but they're nice people <laughs> okay yeah um and then like okay yeah so moving on to I guess like more social slash like mindset type questions um like how are you able to balance all your coursework 
and like extracurriculars in high school and um, any tips on like trying to find that balance? Um, TBH, I was like, yeah, I was on some, uh, some steroids in high school. Cause I'm definitely not as like, yeah. Um, I would say value your time because every single hour that you have, you can be doing something. Uh, manage your productivity levels and like how much time you spend on your phone and texting your friends. Like for me, at least is that I created my schedule so busy that I only had time to text my friends like later on in the night or like in between like my extracurriculars and things like that. So make yourself busy so that you don't have time to um, do random things that don't really help your productivity. For me, at least like when I'm not doing anything, I tend to overthink a lot and I zone out and like, I just go into like a bad mental space when I'm just not doing anything. So keeping myself busy was also like, I had volleyball, then I had NASA and then I came home like 9 PM, did some work and like went to sleep. Um, also like I, for me, at least I spent a lot more time on my extracurriculars than I really did on homework, <laughs> which is not good. Um, because I didn't, I didn't have like a 4.0. I had like a, 3.89 something like that um so but because of like I spent so much time on my extracurriculars and really went into depth with that it didn't like it balanced out for me but definitely put more effort into your academics than I do because I would I would be like um doing like a worksheet during lunch right before the class or like grinding out like I was always grinding during lunch sometimes too um also like Stay away from people who um, don't spend as much time, like, on studies as you do. Um, or, like, keep a really small group of friends so that you're not constantly invited to, like, oh, you want to go out doing this? You want to get boba? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Like, um, it's very hard to say no because everyone has FOBO. Mm -hmm. So make sure that, like, you have the ability to say no and know your priorities um, because think long-term like um, yeah, right now at the moment you can postpone your worksheet for later, but then you'll start getting into the habit of it. And um, once you start building those wrong habits, it's really hard to break them because you'll always be procrastinating for a reason. Um, and also learn the art of building habits. So for example, like if you find it tough to start, um, getting into the mindset of working an essay like um maybe like what other like a way to build a habit is do something that you already have a habit of doing right before you actually build that habit so for example like if you have a habit of drinking tea every day at 4 p.m drink your tea and then start your essay so that your essay like you starting to write some or like doing your work at 4 p.m right after you have something that you do a habit of um, you'll start building a habit of doing work right after 4 p.m. because it adds on to that habit that you already had, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, and the main thing is, like, keep it, like, positive. Like, if you're driven by, like, oh, I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough, you're really going to get burnt out really easily. Mm -hmm. So find joy in what you're doing. And I understand it's so hard to do that because – with like tests every week, you're stressed as hell. Like it's insane, but um, really changing your mindset to think about things positively. And like, once you finish something, once you finish studying for something, once you finish a worksheet, like tell yourself, Hey, great job. Good job. Like pat yourself on the back. That way you start like, you know, like everyone looks for their parents approval like the parent your parent will say like hey good job you got this a on the test hey good job you finished this but yeah. if you're your own parent if you're telling yourself like hey good job and yeah hey good job um for doing something your mind will like be trained to always seek your own approval in a great in a good way so you're constantly going to want to finish the work it'll become like a habit to get that sat that sense of satisfaction at the end 
And that way you can um, improve your productivity levels without getting as stressed as you need to be. Yeah, for sure. I think external validation is sometimes really hard to like conquer and, you know, move past. But yeah. Um, if you're your own best friend, <laughs> self-love. Validation is more. Yeah, self-love is super important. Yeah, I learned that in college. Like, I I hated myself. Like, I didn't really hate myself in high school, but like, I was really hard on myself in high school, and I constantly thought I wasn't doing enough. And that carried into college, and the mental impacts that has that has on you when you feel like you aren't enough or not doing enough is something you should not ever want to face. So, be nice to yourself. Like, treat yourself like your best friend. Like, if you didn't get something done, would you yell at your best friend for not getting that thing done? No. So why would you yell at yourself for getting that done? Yeah, Be nice yeah. to yourself. Treat yourself with respect and push yourself. And you're really going to be a lot more product productive if you just um, treat yourself like you would push your best friend or your brother or your sister or anyone else. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think sometimes people tend to be hard on themselves because like a lot of our mindset in high school is to, like get into college and when you're like in that, you know, pursuit, um, if you like get something wrong or if you get a bad grade or something, you'll be like extra hard on yourself. So what do you think should be the right like approach to high school or the right mindset uh, within high school in order to like be a good person and yeah, healthy? So I'm gonna be, like, I'm going to be real with you. Like I have gotten a 20% on a test before and I was absolutely destroyed. Like it was in pre-calc, tabs, um, with Tav and what happened was like I didn't read the backside oh the backside gave like it was like it was actually the retake of a test because everyone failed it in the beginning so they the backside gave like all the right answers um, or like everything you got wrong but what happened to me was that I didn't even turn it to the backside so I got the same things wrong again got 20% on that test and I was absolutely destroyed I thought like I'm not getting into college anymore like I'm STEM and how can I have like a B in math? Like this is horrible, but in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, it really does not matter because you have to think like long-term, like you have to think, okay, you have four or five classes, six classes, a semester or like, a year. And then in the grand scheme of that, like you can always bounce back. If you fail, like fail is in failure is inevitable. Someone's going to get a B, someone's going to get a C, someone's going to fail. But really, like colleges look for growth. They don't look for um, like consistency as much. It's more like growth. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have small dips, you it really does not matter as long as you're bouncing back and learning from it. And the most important part is learning from it. So you have to realize like, okay, I messed up. I did something bad. Um, don't think you're not going to get into college because I'm telling you, I got a 20% on a test, so I'm still at Yale. You're fine. Um, I didn't have a 4.0 GPA. And I still got into an Ivy League. You'll be okay. It's just about like, if you do something wrong or like something, a mistake happens or like you don't do as well as you expected, Think about how you can compensate for that. It's all about not pitying yourself for something wrong happening, but how you can move forward from it. And that's really like the crux of anything in life. It's like when you yeah. face a setback, how are you going to bounce back? How are you going to compensate for it? For me, at least, like I got that B in math, but what I did was like I took math enrichment courses over the summer. So then at, um, in the like extra section in college apps, I wrote like um, I received a B and but I took extra like courses to <laughs> show and then and then I also got like an eight hundred on the SAT um, math section. So it like kind of compensated for it because although I did get a B in math, um, I showed my competency in math through other methods. So mistakes happen. Colleges realize it, but just learn to compensate it. Like how are you gonna? show that you're actually good at something because in the end colleges like want to see like how good are you, how good you are at something like grades are to show that you're competent at something but if grades don't come 
how else are you going to show your competency? You have to figure that out. Be creative with it. It'll be okay. Um, just have a positive mindset and say like, okay, this is, I messed up. What can I do forward? Instead of thinking like my entire life is ruined. Yeah. Keep pushing forward. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like now that you're at college and stuff, um, looking back at Irvington, do you think that like it was way too competitive? Was it like a healthy competition? Um, how does it differ from like your college culture now? So I didn't really interact with the competitive nature of Irvington that much. Cause I, I, first of all, like I hate, I hated it. I hate the competition, the like, Oh, yeah. I got this better grade than you did. So I just stuck with my group of friends and did my own thing and what I was passionate about and didn't really care about like the grades and like what other people said and all and what other people did. Um, I think it's like, um, I, I don't like competitive nature at all because I find that it brings out the worst in people and you're not helping each other grow and you're constantly like, you're focused on other people than yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you're focused on other people rather than yourself, you're not going to do the best you can do. You're yeah. really not going to do the best you can do. So um, I really think the competitive nature of everything should change and people should be authentically passionate about what they're about, what they're doing rather than going into like the STEM track, that track, that whatever track that they want, just really like it. Like I'm grateful that I actually like biology, <laughs> but I know a lot of people are on the biology track and really don't like it. Oh, so you have to know like what you're really passionate about and being um, and like kind of leaving the noise of like competitiveness and like other people doing a lot better than you out of the game because it's really going to make you feel inferior and you're not going to realize your potential because there's always going to be someone better than you. When you go to college, there's always going to be someone better than you. So you can't constantly be striving to be the best or beat other competition because you're never going to reach that. (laughs) You really aren't because there's so many people in this world and there's always going to be someone lower than you, someone higher than you. So if you just focus on yourself and what you like to do, your grades and knowing that you did your best, everything else doesn't really matter as much in the grand scheme of things um coming to college like at Yale it's definitely a lot more collaborative like um I have friends who've like helped me get into internships like networking is a lot and like we help each other a lot in studying like every Monday and Wednesday we all take like a group quiz together like I have people come to my dorm and we're all like sitting together and taking the quiz together and like collaborating. And I really enjoy that, but also like Yale also has like a huge competitive nature as well um, in terms of like opportunities and ambition. Like people will net like make quote unquote friends just for like the networking, like, Oh, I'll make friends yeah. with phases his son just because I want to, you know, maybe in the future he'll help me with this networking. So it's like a different sense of competition because there's a lot of there's not that much authenticity you don't know like if someone's trying to help you out or if they're just trying to help themselves for self-gain so that's a different kind of thing as well but really as same thing applies just doing your own thing trying your best and not comparing yourself to others is really the crux of being successful once other people come into your mind about like what you're doing and what you're not doing, you're really not going to reach your potential. Use it, or if anything, use other people's inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really nice way to put it. Um, and then wrapping it up kind of like, is there anything, do you have any regrets from high school um, or is there something that you wish you had done and you would like tell other students to do? Um, kind of did everything in high school I just wish I didn't like I just wish I had better time management mm-hmm. because um I tended to be like so tired or like 
like my emotions get in the way of a lot of things that I do. Like I tend to be like, if I don't feel like doing something, I'm not going to do it. Or if like there's some issue that's bothering me and I'm like emotional, I'm not going to do my work and I'll leave it for the last moment. Or it's sometimes I tend, I tended to like do the things that I liked first and leaving like the yeah. hardest to the end. So I know everyone does that, but really um, building discipline will help you a lot. And it'll actually like give you more free time because if you finish all your work first and if you're like um you've built like a self-gratification like i can only be on my phone um after i finish this worksheet or i can only hang out with my friends and get boba after i finish studying for this instead of doing um the temporary gratification or like what what you desire to do first yeah you really like you find that you have a lot more free time and you're probably not going to enjoy like whatever you're doing. Um, if you constantly have something in your mind nagging, like, Oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. So you're not really going to stay in the moment either. Um, staying in the moment is super important in high school too, because I know that a lot of people are like constantly thinking about the future goal, 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 that you don't really stop and really reflect and say, why am I doing this? Um, call it, like, high school is also about like enjoying time with your friends or like um like for me like I enjoy talking to a lot of people like a she gave me that and if you don't stop and smell the flowers high school is going to go by and you're going to regret it when you're in college saying like oh I didn't I didn't take the full like experience of high school as much either same thing applies to college same thing applies to every stage of your life um you have to have a balance of future and present and that's the only way you're really going to stay um happy successful mm. and satisfied with yourself yeah um I think senior year has definitely like taught me that balance between like future and like present um but yeah it's like that, that's definitely very important to like you know be happy um and then lastly do you have any like daily life regimens or like habits that you like do to you know help you like become better at like studying or become a better learner or you know just like happier in general um that like yeah so I journal every day um I've actually recently started doing this so I like I realized that um I can't really focus on work sometimes when I'm thinking about something else. Like if something keeps bothering me, like I have a problem solving mindset. So if there's a problem in my life. I'm not going to stop until it's solved. Mm-hmm. And the issue I face with that is that I don't really focus on the work that I have to do at hand. That's like due today, 12, like 1159 PM. And I keep thinking about something else. So um, I started journaling and it's helped me a lot because it helps me write down my thought processes and then I like figure out like oh what is an irrational thought and what is like a rational thought and I figure out like I don't feel like I'm as crazy yeah I, I like overthink and I think way too much and I feel like my mind is like always on overdrive and it helps because like I'm able to do like I'm able to like pay attention to things and I'm able to like write essays super fast because I like think super fast but because of that um, it's like my mind is like the constant, like a field for negative thoughts as well. So if you journal every day, you'll find that like, instead of, you know, like talking to a friend about it, like your friends can't be there for you 24 um, seven yeah. or like staying in your mind, you pour it out into something tangible and then you read it over and you're like, well, that's there. I can throw that away now. Like, obviously it's embarrassing if you write your thoughts and you're like, oh my god I can't believe I wrote that like if you go back to you're like oh my god (laughs) but um it really helps and I would recommend everyone to journal also one thing like a lot of my other friends do is like they meditate I also started meditating a little bit and just doing like there's like a lot of apps that teach you how to meditate and have like 15 minute meditation sessions and it really like gets you in touch with your surroundings and helps you stay in the present um it's a big anxiety reducer and like stress reducer which has helped me a lot um especially when you're like in college app season meditating will probably help you and it'll probably help you write better essays as well because sometimes you know a lot of people have writer's block 
like I've spent like 10, like you get burnt out and then you're not able to write things like that. Um, if you meditate, go on walks, do a little bit like self-care practices, you'll notice that your productivity is like a lot higher. Um, my roommate has a really good regime. Like she's really good at like time management and stuff. I'm trying to learn from her. Um, every morning she like wakes up at like seven then she goes on a run mm-hmm. and then she like journals and then she like drinks like um, hot water with like lemon in there. She like makes one for me and then she goes to class. So like building like a daily like time for just allotted time for yourself will really help you because when you're constantly surrounded by people or like constantly doing something, you never really get time to yourself to reflect um, to like help your thoughts you just push your thoughts to the side rather than like really thinking about them so either in the morning or the night figure out a time when you're just able to be by yourself not on your phone by yourself um, just maybe like doing something that gets you in flow um, maybe like writing or like maybe just drawing or like br- brushing your teeth or like doing a face mask or like doing something that just gives you time to yourself and like it's sort of self-care will really help you um stay in tune with yourself while you're surrounded by so many stressful stimuli yeah um that's really like cool i feel like everyone aspires to like have such a good routine like that so it's like really great that she actually like follows through with that yeah, it's insane but really it's not that hard to do if you get into the habit of it like everyone wants to do it, but then yeah. no one starts. But once you start, you'll realize like the benefits and then you'll start doing it more because it's kind of addicting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So those are like all my questions. Um, but do you have anything that like you want to say that we maybe did cover or? Yeah. Um, no, I think I, I spoke quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this will help students enough. Um, I think you yeah. guys are doing great. Remember that like just remember that you're still in high school and you don't need to be super stressed yet because in the end if you're passionate or like you're driven towards something you're gonna get it you don't need to be stressed if you work towards something you're gonna get it in the end Mm -hmm. it's it's that simple 